Welcome to Game Static episode 160. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today, whether if you're watching it live alongside us, watching after the fact, or listening to it after the fact. No matter what, we appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, no Zach yet. He'll be here, I think. We'll see. But I have John over Discord. John, how are you? I'm doing good. So I was watching the uh, Sparking Zero trailer. So good, right? Oh, yeah. Actual like, gameplay. As soon as you were like, you good to go, I, I, I clicked play. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll just I'll just pause this when we get there. Yeah, so good. Uh, yeah, actual gameplay. Can't wait. Yeah, one of the things that uh, that they also kind of revealed at the end is they kind of revealed like your first little pre, you know teaser of the character roster, and uh, it does appear that they are sticking to the plans that they've done in the past with uh, Budokai Tenkaichi two and three, where it's just like just an ungodly amount of characters. And they count all the transformations and forms of characters. So, like, it was already confirmed where we're going to have Goku Z early, Goku Z mid, Goku Z mid, Super Saiyan, etc. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, you've played those games, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've never played one of those games, you're just like, what the hell is this guy on about? Uh, but that's cool to see. It's going to be a massive roster. It's going to be great. I cannot wait for that game. I can't wait to actually get a, uh, an announced range of when it's coming out. But for today's episode, whenever Zach shows up, we do have Tekken 8 that he's going to be chatting about. Uh, no Like Dragon Infinite Wealth. He'll chat about that at some point in the future. Of course, more Power World, because John's probably put 127 hours into Power World at this point. I have no idea. I'm just ballparking. Uh, we got a controversy. 105? Oh, I'm actually not too far off. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I've, I've played some more Power World. I've just been playing some other stuff. I uh, beat Persona 5 Royal uh, for my second time this week. Enjoyed that immensely. Uh, just been kind of playing some other things. I'm, I'm in a massive Persona mood. I'm very pumped for Reload this weekend. Uh, so I beat Royal, been playing Tactica. I uh, want to play Strikers at some point, but I'm so pumped for Persona 3 Reload this weekend. Cannot wait to talk about that on the next episode of Game Static. Uh, but yeah, so Pal World, talk about that some more. Uh, got some controversy around it, some general conversation about it. Uh, stuff about the Switch 2 kind of came out. Touch on that. Uh, the unfortunate thing that I that we hate to keep like talking about at some point is we have a massive layoff that came and got hit here recently uh, involving Xbox. So we'll touch on that and just a bunch of other random things throughout the weekly wrap up, of course. But if you could, if you want to support us further, you can check out some Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Promo code Spark3 to get 10% off your order. It's delicious. I recommend getting the Rocket Pop. I'm out of Rocket Pop. I need to get some more. It's delicious. Try that one. Uh, join the Discord, be a friend, tell a friend, and buy a jersey from Agent Inc. because they're sick. We have one that has a trash can on it. Why wouldn't you want that? That's awesome. Um, let me uh, turn down the music and we can kind of start jumping into some stuff. We do have a chatter in tonight. Uh, old friend, hadn't been in here in a while. Shout out to Becca here. Uh, did ask a question. Y'all end up going over Modern Warfare 3. I've been slacking off. None of us ended up getting it. Um, I was interested, uh, because, three. yeah, I was interested because, you know, they had, they just reused all the, mo the classic Modern Warfare 2 maps. Uh, but I didn't end up getting it. Uh, there were just some other things at the time, you know, that, that I think we were all playing. Uh, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, Zach, no interest in him at all. I had interest because I loved Modern Warfare 2. And John is literally always a wild card with COD where I, he can it, randomly get one, one those, and get hard into it. Yeah, it's one of those where about at this point, like every three to four years, I'm going to get heavy into 
a con that comes out. Yeah, it just happens. But, randomly. but in between that time frame, I have no interest. Yeah, see, th- that's John's COD cycle. Is he'll fi- There's just one random one that will come out. And the, the thing is, as well, for John, it's never like the one that comes out that he get jumps into is like one of the best CODs ever. It's just it's just a solid COD, and John's like, I'm in a COD mood, and then all of a sudden yeah. dumps eight yeah, hours it's, into it's, it. It's literally just like, I'll see the game comes out sometimes, and I go, like, play a COD all of a sudden, and then I... I I play it for 500 hours. Yeah, it's just that's just the cycle of John and Cod. Um, so no, didn't end up getting it. Uh, we've been busy with some other stuff, like Power World, for example. Since J- uh, Zach's not God here uh, to talk about Tekken Eight, we'll uh, we'll start uh, we'll start with some some Power World stuff. Power World's taking over the world. Uh, sales numbers are unbelievable. So let's actually start there because it kind of starts with all like the controversy stuff, right? So I think the last number I saw is that Power World has sold over 8 million copies on Steam. Plus, they've got other 2 million players that have downloaded via Game Pass, that being me, I'm one of those. And uh, the whole controversy behind it, we'll, we'll touch on the controversy stuff yeah, before we you know, get to you, how what you've been up to. Right. You know, you're still I was going to say, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm, you're cutting in and out a little bit. I have no idea if it's just me. No clue. If it is, it is what it is. Um, we'll keep moving forward. I don't hear anything yeah. on my end. I have no idea. If it is, I apologize for everyone listening. We'll just have to go back. It might be your headset. I don't know. I, it, it might be. Yeah. I, I don't know. But anyway, so the big controversy, and I'm, I'm curious if this caught you by a, a surprise. Pokemon actually responded. Uh, Pokemon responded to Power World. So in case you missed it, there was a Pokemon mod that already got put up for Power World very quickly and also got taken down very quickly. Oh, it quickly. got taken down very quickly. Very fast. And the thing is, like, people immediately started pointing out to, like, other Pokemon mods. Like, Ark has one and some other games have Pokemon mods that's, like, been up for years and never been touched. And it's like, this one gets taken down so quick. It's like, Pokemon's paying attention. You know, that's the main thing. Pokemon is paying attention. You know, and then they put out like a long statement, you know, where it's like we received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in 2024, uh, talking about how they did not grant any use of the permission of the property. I think that's referring to the mod. Uh, but they did say they intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any facts, uh, any acts of infringement on intellectual property. So Pokemon will be investigating Power World. Uh, and with the sales that Power World's been doing, I think, and them taking down that mod as quick as they did and actually putting out a statement, I think the main thing here, and I think you can agree with me, is that Pokemon sees Power World as their first real legitimate competition. Would you agree to that? I don't... Here's the thing. I don't know if it's as much, like, competition is... It's the first one. It's the first game that's come up with the creature catching aspect of it that has generated enough noise to where they have to pay attention. Right. And it's like, and then you have everybody, like fucking everybody, going crazy about how some of the, it's like some of them look, or some of the pals look similar to Pokemon. It's like, yeah, I mean, one of those things where. It's like, yeah, some of them are real close. It's like there's no denying how how close some of the some of the creatures look. But then also at the top, the same time, it's kind of like when you're taking this kind of like stylized look at base or like and making creatures based off of real animals, or or at least a lot of them are based off of like animals and that. 
there's only so much you can do with it without or there's only so much designing you can do around it to get away from saying oh well, this is going to look similar where it's like okay well yeah in a lot of in a lot of aspects it doesn't matter how similar it actually looks people are always going to compare it it's like you have a it's like you have a water type penguin pal over here or whatever game ends up doing it everybody's going to compare it to pokemon no matter how close it actually looks mm-hmm. and it's generated a lot of noise but one thing that uh one thing to keep in mind is uh both of these companies like they're both japanese companies and they've been working a power world openly for years. Yeah. If Nintendo or or Game Freak or whoever, if they were going to go after him, why would they have let it get this far? Yeah, see that's the big thing that people seem to be forgetting because like I've seen like I've seen some like content creators and stuff say, "Oh, their Pokémon is going to sue them into oblivion." It's just like if they would have done that, they would have already done it. They would have already sent them a cease and desist because you cannot tell me they wouldn't have done that when you look at everything else that Nintendo has done for projects in the works. Like, I think there was, like, I don't remember exactly what it was. I thought it was, like, some, like, really high-scaled fan mod of Ocarina of Time that was being worked on for an emulator, you know? And it was, like, getting a lot of traction. People, like, they were sending out more updates about it. People getting excited for this high-def, like, Ocarina of Time mod. And Nintendo ended up hitting them with a cease and desist. So it's, like, that's the big thing people seem to forget about Power World. Is like, I think the people that are saying this about Power World are the people not like me, you, and Zach that have known about Power World for a while. You know what I mean? It's, like, Power World released, and it's the first they heard of it, and they just saw it blowing up. Yes, well, while it's this has been a thing that's been revealed for a while, so I yeah, think that's like, the kind of the weird thing right now. Yeah. It's like we've known about this game for a long time, or like at least a couple years at this point. Yeah, and when it came out, we didn't know it was going to be a survival craft game. We we just assumed Pokemon with guns. If at any point in time, like they were actually going to go after him and try to hit him with a cease and desist or any sort of lawsuit. It would have been immediately after that first trailer dropped. June 5th, 2021. That was the announced trailer of Power World. Nintendo Nintendo and Game Freak had plenty of time. It's like that trailer dropped, and I guarantee like part of their part of their uh, team was immediately tasked with can we get them? Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Can we send the ninjas? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, we're we're a couple years out from that at this point. It's like it's like I I'm half convinced that they released that statement saying we're gonna we'll investigate and look into it just to get people to stop sending it to them. Yeah, get them just uh, or hopefully to asking. get people to be like, hey, we we've seen it, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think with how it's being blown up and stuff, like I really do think Nintendo views it as competition because the sales numbers for it in a week are insane. Again, eight million sold on Steam. Two, two million plus download on Game Pass. So I pulled up the other day uh, sales numbers for all the Pokemon games on the Switch only. So this is like lifetime sales. Let's go through it. Sword and Shield at 26.02 mil. Uh, Scarlet Violet at 23.23 mil. Let's go Pichu and Eevee at fi- 15.07. Uh, uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl at 15.06. And then Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, at 14.83. 
uh, you know, million units sold. So like, and that's lifetime. So the fact Power World's crossed eight mil sold plus another two, so ten mil people of players in a single week versus these lifetime sales. I mean, you gotta pay attention. And there goes John's camera. Um, you gotta pay attention to this can't, stuff. Can't do that, cat. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Cat, cat is over here smacking into all of my stuff. <laughs> I'll clip that. Should be good now. <laughs> Gonna clip that. Uh, anyway, and you know the one thing I saw after they put out the statement, I saw a report from uh, VGC's Andy Robinson, where from his sources, apparently uh, Game Freak is uh, also taking the criticism of Scarlet and Violet uh, internally extremely seriously, as they should, because it was that game was rushed to shit. So hopefully there's you know a sliver of hope that the next game that comes out won't be shit. But I think them seeing what Power World's doing, a game that's, while it's got its bugs, sure, a game that's overall pretty well polished and there's just a lot of uh, meat to the game, I think as a top to bottom, Pokemon has got to view this as a legitimate wake-up call that, okay, we sold a lot with Scarlet and Violet, sure, but like, how many players are we actually retaining? You know what I mean? Versus what we even retain with Sword and Shield. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the, plus just the general reception of the game. I, I got to believe that they have to see Power World as legitimate wake-up call in competition. That's the way I personally think. Well, it's it's also just, like, the fact that, I mean, hell, for 15 years we've been calling for an open-world, like, 3D Pokemon game. We finally kind of get one with, like, Scarlet and Violet, to an extent. Yeah. And then... And it's like, and it, I mean, it runs like shit. Granted, I love the game, even despite it was good. how shitty it ran. But then we have Power World come out, which takes a lot of the concepts. I mean, it's a different type of game in, like, as a base game. But as as a base, here's here's you're out in the world. Go collect, go collect your pals and do your thing. It's, it's similar in that aspect. Gi big old giant world to explore and all that. The fact that we have one that... It's like we have the mainline Pokemon games, which run like shit. They're, this, they're still the same formula of the, of like the older games. And it's like they've halfway put a foot out the door yeah. to embracing some change. And then we have a game like Power World that comes out, and it's like, okay, so you want a creature-collecting open-world game with, some, like, a big world to explore and kind of do whatever you want? Okay, we'll make that. And it turns out you take the stuff about Pokemon that we like, which is collecting the creatures and battling, Yep. and an open-world setting where you can, you're free to do whatever you want to, and you put it together... And you gotta, you gotta hit. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed what, for, that, like, that basically exactly worked. what we've asked for for twenty years, we wanted. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I don't know. It's it's a thing of yeah. There's plenty of glitches and and bugs and stuff in Power World, but at the end of the day, I mean, the game runs great. Yeah. Which. I mean, I'm I'm happy for hell. My my game's been open for like, well, I I restarted it earlier, but my game had been open for about forty hours, mm -hmm. and it still ran fantastic. Right. 
I just saw that Zach got on uh, Discord, so I think he's going to pop in here in a moment. Um, one thing that I was going to ask involving Power World, and I'll be curious of Zach's thoughts as well uh, whenever he does join the show, is I, I don't remember how long ago it was, and I don't even remember the context for it. Like, what was the project? What was the game that this ended up becoming? Uh, but I remember us talking about it as a weekly wrap-up thing. Uh, that at some point in time, Nintendo and Game Freak legitimately looked at making an online Pokemon game, like fully online, like open, like open world, like MMO sort of thing. Many moons ago, I don't remember if it was, I don't remember what era it is. I want to say when we talked about this leak, I think it was like the GameCube era is the one they looked at. I'm not sure, um, but my question is, you know, with the success of Power World and everything that it's doing. Obviously, Game Freak's going to still do their thing. You know, we're going to have Gen 10. We're going to have Gen 11. We're going to have spinoffs, remakes, whatever. But do you think this sort of, like, them seeing what this game is doing, do you think it's going to help push Game Freak at all to maybe make, like, a Pokemon MMO? Do you think that's even even in the realm of what they would consider? Not an MMO. No. If, if anything... Because, like I said, with Scarlet and Violet... Well, starting with Arceus, we got something different. Scarlet and yeah. Violet took that a little bit further and a little bit closer to what we've been asking for. I think with the success of PAL World, they will have to look at it and go, okay, well, even even with all the like graphical problems, how horribly optimized the game was, people really liked the concept of Scarlet yeah. and Violet. Now, I think they're going to have to realize they have to expand upon that uh, uh, like upon that change up their formula make it like make it in a sense more free and you've got to fucking optimize it right it's like where it's like an, another game it comes or like another mainline pokemon game if it comes out and it runs like scarlet and violet oh they're going to be fucking buried Oh, yeah, they're going to be ungodly shit on. Horribly buried. And yeah, rightfully I, so. Yeah, but I don't I don't see, like, a Pokemon MMO or anything. I think if, like I said, if anything, it's going to push them to accelerate the change they've been, like, not really willing to, to like, step fully into. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zach, how are you, man? I'm good. What's up? Not much. Talking about Power World and Pokemon and everything going on with that. Oh, that whole controversy going on right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of just going through it, talking about, uh, you know, if... The, basically, the, the whole premise behind it is like, you know, does Pokemon legitimately view Power World as competition? In my opinion, they should and do. Uh, just because we've never seen this sort of action from Pokemon where they actually put out a legitimate statement. You know what I mean? Like, that's the first. Uh, but then also, like, would this help drive Pokemon... Uh, you know, with seeing the success of Power World, the kind of, you know, as a wake-up call that they need to deliver a better product for Pokemon. That's kind of where we're leading on it. What's your thoughts on that? And I think he's coming. He's almost here. Take this as a shot in the arm, not necessarily as competition, because, I mean, Power World does have the whole pocket monster thing, but at the same time, it's... Still its own unique thing. My camera's going to be a pain in the ass. Okay. It's all good if you can't even get it to work. But they do, I think they should take a look at how they can change their formula based on seeing how much 
pal world has blown up going from we were just talking about it as sort of like a joke a couple weeks out to yep. the week before everyone's just like power world what is this why have we not heard of this yeah and- exactly because that's what john and i were talking about earlier and i feel like you'll agree all these people on twitter that's like hard under the belief that like pokemon is going to sue them to oblivion and this and that like i feel like these are legitimately the people that just found about power world because it's come out and blown up meanwhile we've known about power world for a while because it's like it's like zach let's be honest we've seen this before if like Nintendo and Game Freak, if they were going to sue or send out a cease and desist is the better way to put it, they would have already done it, right? We've seen that a hundred times. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, it's- like, yeah I, I, what I mentioned was when that first trailer came out and everyone in, everyone that saw it basically said, is it Pokemon with guns? Is that what, is that what we just saw? Basically. Uh, like, ten minutes after that trailer came out, that letter was probably already typed up. And they were just like, okay, let's... Let's Can we cover get our base before we send it? <laughs> Can we get them? <laughs> you know, so that that's the that's the thing about it. Because like you know, Zach, the example that I used earlier is that I remember that we talked about there was like it was, it was a weekly wrap up news. There was a like Ocarina of Time like really high def mod that was being a fan mod that was being worked on. You know, uh, yeah. and it ended up getting shut down because Nintendo sent the cease and desist before it could ever come out. So like that was the example that I used. Like if Nintendo, you know. Th- if Nintendo like really wanted to shut them down, they would have already done it. So the fact they haven't yeah. just tells me that like I, I think them just saying like I think what John said about them putting out a statement is just more so them just being like, Okay, we we know we're getting hit up twenty four seven, leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't know if they're gonna do anything. They'll they're gonna look I into mean, it, but I mean they'll probably definitely look into it. Yeah. My biggest thing with this, this sort of reminds me of the whole um what was it? Um Paladin's Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Overwatch came out and okay, my computer's freaking out now. Um, yeah, no, Overwatch came out and whatnot. Then Paladin's released stuff like a little bit later, and yeah. it was like, well, this is just Overwatch. And then anyone who knew about Paladin's like, no, 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 it's not. It's it's been here. Uh, one comment from Chad, they need to understand that people like the concept, uh, but give more freedom to the players and have it be free world. But if not, it's just going to be a shit game. No one's going to buy just in reference of like, you know, the uh, Pokemon and like the direction for it. And I, you know, I agree, you know, cause it's one of those things. It's like, we, like we have the, the means to do it. You know, they have the means to do it. Yeah. You know, they can, they, you know, game freak and stuff. Sure. They can argue before they didn't because it was always a handheld game on a 3DS, a DS, a Game Boy, whatever. We have the means to do it now. You proved that you have the means to do it with Scarlet and Violet. You just, like John mentioned, you just didn't optimize right. the damn thing. And Zach's here. Um, like, so like they, they can, they can make Finally. it, you know, exactly the way that players have wanted for like 20 freaking years. It's just a matter of oh, will yeah, they. Most definitely. And I really do believe Power World is going to be that wake-up call. Because it's like I predicted coming into this year. I didn't think Power World was going to be the Pokemon killer, like everyone likes to say about Tim Tim or whatever, you know. I just believed it was going to put its foot in the door and stay there. And I think that's exactly what we've seen. And because Almost of that, definitely. Pokemon's just like... Oh, all right. We might need to step our game up a little bit. I mean, they've sold eight million, got a two another two million downloaded, and we only had like fourteen million sold on Legends. You know, we might well, need to step I, it up a little even, bit. I mean, with it being Nintendo, I'm not even sure if it's a thing of they felt like that. Hey, maybe we should look at. It. I think it's maybe more of a thing they've moved just because people are all looking at Nintendo, going like, 
So you gonna do anything about this? Yeah, or are we you just gonna let it be? Yeah, yeah like what well, are we doing? Like, that's like I I mentioned at the beginning of the show is just I mean I I think that statement is just more hey, yes, we we understand here's something so that you stop telling us. Right. Because of the fact I mean, they've been this this game was announced like three years ago. We've yeah. known about it since then. These are two Japanese companies. If they were gonna do something about it, it's like they they could have they could have like sued them three years ago. But they probably looked into it and realized, eh, they got enough distinction where we can't really do anything about it, and just kind of let them be. But they don't put out a public statement about it. Now the game's out and it's blown up way more than anybody expected. I mean, we've known Nintendo's past records. They, if they feel like something's actually hurting their intellectual properties, they're gonna attack them. Like, oh yeah, that person who tried to do the Pokemon mod for Power that thing got killed immediately. Yes, and I think that's actually what the statement's more kind of focused on because they specified, you know, we have not granted any permission of the use of Pokemon intellectual properties. I think that's where their statement kind of comes from. Is it's that probably mod happened? because that person being modding was being very ballsy with his choice of what he wanted to mod, which oh, we understand yeah. why he chose to mod it because yeah. of the cross-references yeah. and everything people have made since the game started blowing up. But at the same time, it's very much, he very actively tried to use the Pokemon IP. Yes, exactly. So this yeah. whole situation's been interesting. Yeah. If anything, the, the, the statement's more of a warning shot at the, the community of players. I think it than- is. Rather than uh, like Quite any possibly. development team. Hey, another thing for everyone to keep in mind, okay? If there was going to be a legitimate threat here with Nintendo, I think even Valve would step in because Valve is very quick to the games on Steam where it's just like, hey, just we don't want any trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Valve doesn't want to deal with any of this and, unless and they're especially a company already. Especially oh, yeah. a company like, like Nintendo, they're not going to want to be involved. If, <laughs> if, if Nintendo put out a statement, they were like, we're. It's like we've looked into it. We're we're looking to pursue action on it. This game would be off Steam within the hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gabe has a special button of just file delete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got the Nintendo button. Yeah, yeah. To save his ass. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, who knows? I mean, is that Nintendo and you know they they could find something. I don't think they will. I genuinely don't. I saw. Another thing that I also want to shout out real quick before I kind of hit the roadmap, because, I mean, that's one thing that we were wondering last week when we talked about it, is uh, I saw this going around on Twitter as well. For anyone that saw this and saw just that and just locked it in their brain, yep, Power World stole stuff. It's it's right there. They stole it. There was a video going around of uh, someone comparing meshes of Pokemon and Pals and how they were basically identical. So like Luxray and the fun, what's its name? The Luxray. Nubus. No Luxray. Oh no 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 Luxray and uh it's a uh, wait I have. Right no something no. main something main volt volt uh, volt main voltage main I don't know either way I'm the, look I'm looking for it the Luxray uh, looking one Rayhound that yeah what that you know uh they showed Lycanroc and and Dryerwolf they showed Anubis Lucario and they they basically put the two meshes the mesh models on top yeah. of each other and they were identical so a lot of people saw that and ran with it it's like oh well they clearly stole this is it Nintendo send your ninjas uh but then the person Ooh, that originally posted we can, call, we can use the same polygon No no here's the thing here's the thing the person that originally posted that the meshes admitted later in a discord message that they edited the message to make it look more identical 
Wow, what a cuck. Right? Well, also, it's like, <laughs> it, it's that, and also the fact that, like, yeah, it's, it's like the meshes may not be identical, but they're very similar as well. So people were trying to run with that. Yep. But then, like, some developers and that have, have like posted videos that are like, yeah, the meshes are done this way for these creatures because, uh, like, so they look similar when you lay them out like this. Yep. But that's because when they're actually moving around in the world, it actually looks right. Right. Yeah. So it's like a lot of it is just, yeah, it's similar because if you do it that way, it works. I mean, that's using our same argument where we do with games of saying that fucking Hogwarts Legacy and what was it else we said? For Spoken or similar games? <laughs> for Spoken, yeah. That's I the same it. argument we, we make for just baseline <laughs> stuff. If you degrade down the like things and just really take the base parts of it, yes, it's going to be similar. That's what they've done with the meshes and just like... Yeah, they're they're similar on their base, so they're they're stealing, right? Fucking hell. Also, real quick, shout out to Forspoken Boys. Uh, I made it one of uh, I made it one of my days on the three hundred. Yeah, I saw that it popped of- off. Yeah, you had, there was so much of expression <laughs> I there. I knew that would be the one to do it. <laughs> I knew it would, because people just like hold that game in such a shit regard. But yeah, shout out to the people that actually played this game like like this guy here. I honestly don't see why this game was so hated. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Was it game of the year? No. But was it fun? Hell yes. Yes. Uh, and then shout out to this guy. He's a YouTuber, I guess, because he said, weird argument because you say it doesn't deserve its price. I was implying it doesn't deserve a $70 price tag. I think that's very fair. I paid yeah. it 70 and I don't regret it. John probably feels the same way. I'm just stating facts. But anyway... Uh, you know, it, weird argument because you say uh, it doesn't deserve its price and everything is mid, how's it not bad? And you, and then he's like, and if you need a certain sense of humor to understand the dialogue, and the dialogue is bad, lol, it's called bad writing. Shout out to this guy coming in and bringing in the sense that clearly this other dude don't have where the guy's like, bad does not equal mid. He also com- he also said that the combat and traversal were very fun, but the story and dialogue is fine, so not everything's mid. And that's not how it works at all with, with humor. You're not going to like every comedian out there, but others will. It depends on your sense of humor. That guy gets it. That guy gets it. Shout out to the cultured people on that video, on, my t- on the TikTok that actually agreed. Yeah, for spoken wasn't that bad. It just wasn't great. It wasn't that hey, bad, though. You... <laughs> You gotta Still a six rem- out of ten. Yeah. Hey, you you gotta remember, there's there's people out there that were defending my take that Hogwarts Legacy and Forspoken were the same game. I yeah, uh, true. It's like I mean, Unless- there, there's some champion people out there that will defend defend a point. Yep. That argument's still very funny to me. Yeah, oh, it is because man. it's still yeah, accurate. I said, and I was like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get destroyed for this one, but I'm still saying it. <laughs> And then, of course, shout out to your Starfield take. That one aged like fine wine, my friend. Freaking hell well that one. <laughs> that out. one aged like fine wine, my friend. I got so much hate only to come hey, up so true. Hey, that's the thing about being an oracle is just, you know, sometimes your takes suck, but or like people don't want to hear it. And then occasionally you're just vindicated for everything. Yep. Yep, I need to like repost that one. I need to. Uh, it's it's still on there, but I just need to give it a, a fresh coat of paint and be like, "Huh, look at this." <laughs> it's like let's, let's turn back the clock a little bit. 
anyway, uh, let's instead of turning back the clock, let's turn the clock forward and talk about Power World's uh, roadmap. Uh, so they did put that out, which is great because it's something that we obviously asked as well as a lot of other people. Just hey, what's next? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So of course, PvP. Uh, raid bosses, Pal Arena, so PvP for your pals. Uh, Steam and Xbox crossplay, so I can actually play with you guys because I'm a loser and I'm playing on Xbox. Uh, various Xbox feature improvements. Honestly, I don't even know what features I'm missing because I haven't watched anyone play it on PC. So, I mean, when it comes, come, cool. I'll, I'll get to see what you guys have. I don't know what it is. Uh, game is fine for me. Uh, server transfers and migrations, so that's nice. Improvements to building. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I saw a video involving the building. Oh my god, it was one of the most painful like Power World clips is the way that it was like referenced where a streamer is just like trying to like build his base, you know, and he had like two sets of stone steps and like you based on how his camera is moving, you could kind of see the giant stone base that was right above him. He didn't look yeah. up directly at it. He was trying to figure out how to guess to get something to work right. He's just like, Oh yeah, I probably just need to delete these stairs real quick. So he went over these stairs, delete the stairs, everything exploded. That oh, was wow. above. That was oh, all connecting man. it. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, I'll find the clip and I'll send it to you guys. Everything exploded above. You just see rocks fall. He just... <laughs> it's just stunned. See, yeah. the only the only exploding <laughs> thing I've seen is the whole catch a pal and catch a ride on the ball as it captures them. I haven't seen that one. No, I'll, so, I'll yeah, just send you, you guys this clip. If you catch clip. a pal, you can climb onto the pal ball. And when if it succeeds in the catch, it'll launch you into the air. Mm -hmm. Then some with the rocket launcher uses the rocket launcher to shoot out pal balls from the sky oh, and great. capture like 15, 20 pals all at once. That's fantastic. Uh, and then the last one, of course, new islands, pals, bosses, and tech. So that's cool. That's the other thing. It's like, yeah. hey, when they introduce new pals, they're just going to drop them in. It's going to be new islands. What's going to be? There's our answer. So that's great. Yeah. Which always uh, you wonder, because the map's already decently large true. for the size of it. How big of a map are we going to end up when this game is... Well, full release. Right. Well, the actual like if you open up the map, all of that fog of war is not reachable right now. Yeah. So it's like, because uh, I was showing Alex, I, I was streaming my my game to him before we started. Because uh, if you go up in the air and you kind of look around, there's a giant tree out in the distance. Okay. That's on an island out there. You cannot reach that island right now. Ah, you can get really close. You can you can get close and you can see the land, but the game cuts you off. So it's gotcha. like that's gonna be that's gonna be a future future content. Uh, that's pretty nice sure. the assets are already in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like prep. So, uh, and with this, like me having tried to go to that island, there's a lot of space left out on that map that they can just drop stuff in, which will be nice. Oh, uh, speaking of the map, are my pals dead yet? <laughs> I, it, uh, are y'all not at those bases anymore? Oh, no, I'm still here. I just haven't looked at your base in a while. Uh, let's see. I haven't I've been, been preoccupied, so my pals have just sort of been working nonstop for like three or four days without me entering any interaction. Uh, you, have a, you have a few of them that are still alive. Okay, oh, that's cool. good. I don't, I don't understand how they've got to be so dead. They're, like they're about to collapse. <laughs> yeah, no, they have plenty of food, but their uh, sanity is probably negative. I, I, I don't know if they, I don't know how much food you put in there, or how, or well, yeah, you're also using the smaller pals still on your yeah. farm, so they're not eating as much. Uh, berry, I got the two berry farms, so I probably have like five thousand berries in that food basket. Hmm. Yeah. 
because uh, Zach, I I'm like a hundred close to 110 hours. Oh yeah, no, the, I've noticed. The... Yeah. So. Yeah, I've yeah, seen it's... that you have not gotten off. Like every time I look at Steam, there's John. Have you hit 50 yet? I haven't. I haven't tried. It's gotcha. like I'm 47, but it's like I could. The problem I'm in now is I'm in. I up in the material gathering crafting step. Gotcha. Before I can go out, because, uh, like I need I need a ton of the best ball that I can make. To actually start to actually catch enough stuff to get the levels. Gotcha. Yeah, have you completed um, your pal deck? I have I have the four legends to get to get still. Hmm, okay. Is that it? Is that literally yeah. it? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Damn, that is a grind. Yeah, I have I have the I have the four four legend four legendary pals to get. Uh and if they have a variant then to get that. But other than that, yeah, I've I've got everything else. I'm level fifteen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I've uh I've got all but the legendary pals. I've got most I've got most of the saddles for them. Mm-hmm. Uh I was showing you I was showing Alex power earlier, world. Zach. Uh, I've got the Grizzbolt with the minigun now, so I've got yeah. so the pal world has been achieved. <laughs> uh, I've got to make a couple more saddles for some of my pals. It's just it takes a long time to make them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, crafting the stuff at the end of the game, it it takes forever. I'm not surprised by that, considering you literally have to create manufacturing lines. Oh yeah, that's not even. It's like that stuff. The stuff for that's usually not too bad, but the the saddles probably take the longest out of everything. It's at a point now where it's like the highest tier like ingot I can make is called a pal ingot, and I'm making them like 500 at a time. Gotcha. So it's like I set that to go, and then I gotta wait for them to be refined. So it's like that may take that may take 30 minutes. Right. <clears throat> well. So. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of one of those where it's like since I'm casually playing it and not casually. like well, like casually in the sense of like I'm not running around like trying to collect all the ore myself or anything. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's it it's happening very casually and slowly. Right. But I'm I'm basically gearing up to try to go catch everything to get the last few levels and then go catch the legends. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you're having a fun. I'm glad you're having a blast with that thing still. With your 110 hours in, you know, uh, switching gears. You know, we did yeah, have. Uh, I, might, I might start breeding pals soon. Ooh, <laughs> we about to get spicy. About yeah. to do, start doing some breeding. I've got. I'm. I'm like pretty much my pal box. I'm only keeping stuff that has, like, good traits for, like. Any of my farm pals or my base pals, I only keep ones that have good traits on them for that. Fair. And then I'm collecting, I'm collecting a, uh, all of my other pals that have good traits for like battle and that. Mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of variations of them, and then I'm gonna try to breed them all together. That way you're ready for the pal arena whenever it comes. Yeah, let's go. I will be very take a, curious. Take a while. 
when the Pal Arena comes, like what sort of depth are you going to have in terms of the actual competitive? Because I mean, like if you look at the its counterpart, you know, it's you know, you look at Pokemon, right? Pokemon is so in depth; it's unreal, like how much depth is to Pokemon competitive. So I'll be very curious to see what they'll do with Pal World and just taking the competitive approach. Like, how in depth are they going to get with I it? I mean, it'll it'll be interesting considering if it continues how it currently is, and just you throw the pals out and then they just do their own thing. Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. It's like, are they going to actually introduce moves, or is it going to be like uh, send them out and we'll see how it goes, kind of thing? You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll be very curious about that one. That one's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, but no, let's uh, let's switch gears here. We had another big game release happen on Friday, one that uh, Zach's been waiting on for quite some time. We had Tekken 8 come out. Came out with phenomenal reviews back-to-back. Games come out the same day with the same damn review scores. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth with like 91, 92 on Metacritic. Yep. Tekken 8 with a 91, 92 on Metacritic. Four out of five, five out of fives across the board for both games. You know, how's Tekken 8 going? You know, I, I have in the title, is Tekken 8 goaded? Because I have no clue. I mean, it's highly reviewed. I know Tekken 3 is like the highest reviewed one in history. Mm-hmm. You know, how's Tekken 8 going for you? I mean, it's, I saw it's higher uh, reviewed in the previous entry. It's easily going to be the winner of the fighting category this year. Easily. Okay, love to hear yeah. it. Unless some wild out of left field thing comes out, but Tekken 8's hands down going to take it. I mean, it's over solid. The system's been overhauled. Oh, I say overhauled. It has been... Um, what's What am I think, trying to think of? It's been refined since... There we go. Seven. There we go. Um... Yeah, I mean, overall, I'm having fun. I mean, for anyone who's played a Tekken game, they can easily sort of flex into it and just go back into it. If you have, if one of your mains is still there, I got sort of cucked this generation. None of my mains made the starting roster. Oof. Yeah. So I'm having to flex onto a character I haven't played since five. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun relearning. Uh, besides that, they do have a special mode where for anyone who doesn't want to learn all the combos you can just smash buttons and it's actually really nice because it's a it's sort of funny it's a quick switch on and off if you're on a controller so like mid fight you can switch into it and just start smashing buttons right if you can't figure out the combos um i mean overall it's just been solid i haven't messed with online yet since i'm having to relearn some older characters for me but i mean they have the main story mode, which continues the overall story this time, seeing as they finished up Heihachi and Kazuya last time, it's now going to Kazuya and Jen. Haven't touched it yet, but... Which I, I'm just going to jump in real quick here, because you mentioning that, I just got to say, Tekken has one of the most convoluted yet fascinating yes. storylines yes. I've ever seen. <laughs> There's like four-hour videos dedicated to try to break the story down and i love them <laughs> yes it makes no goddamn sense because uh, then because not even because the main story is literally the mishima family then for some fucking reason in six they added in lars's whole backstory with him and the whole mishima corporation yeah. and then you have everyone's side stories which one nice thing they brought back with this one is that people they actually brought the character specific <clears throat> stories in versus seven they were just like small little things mixed into the main story where you had to get so far in the main story where it's like, oh yeah, now you can play this character's uh, character story, which is like one battle. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really get much from it. Um, 
Yeah, no, the opening cinematic's amazing. Like, it gets you full into, like, yeah, no, Tekken's back. We're, we're just going to do this. Yeah, Tekken's here. Um, Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, they also have, being Tekken, they have just one weird game mode. They got Tekken Ball. Nice. Um, have, did either of y'all ever play, know the game uh, Lethal League? Yeah. I know of it. I haven't played it. It's it's Lethal League <laughs> just uh, with Tekken characters. You you have a ball that's in the center. You smack it. Uh, you you smack it. They have to hit it back. And as it gets volleyed, it hits more power. Once you get hit, you lose health. If it falls on your side of the map, you lose health. Okay. It's just one of those dumb Tekken modes. They just, hey, here's this. And they also have the arcade quest. So like, if you like Street Fighter's whole... Hey, make your character go learn from the different characters' fighting yeah. styles. Tekken is uh, anted it up, and they've made the arcade quest, which is you make your own little avatar, and you go from local arcade to local arcade, winning circuits to get yourself into the big tournament for uh, Tekken within this world. Mm -hmm. This me versus me Tekken verse. I did see, like, uh, I think it was a TikTok I saw of, like, the character creator or, like, or at least, I guess, the character editor. I, I'm not sure what I saw of where someone made, like, a bunch of other anime characters. Like, so, like they, someone made Nabora. That's the actual uh, character customization. Okay, yeah, I saw, yeah, like... No, the, the character customization of Tekken has always been fairly in-depth. Yeah. More or less make Tekken characters look at whatever. Yeah, no, this looked really in-depth because, like, even, like, the, the video was prompted from a reply comment. It's like, man, this is the kind of customization I wish Mortal Kombat had. And the person had made, like, Nabora. They made Gojo. Yeah. You know, they made Goku and Vegeta. They made Gohan. It all looked really good. You know, oh, yeah, a no, lot better solid. than I thought it would look. I almost kind of look like the stuff you'd see in, like, a Soul Calibur game for customization. I mean, yeah, it goes pretty deep. I mean, you can literally make that entire roster look nothing like their characters if you really want to. Yeah, that's that's pretty sick. Uh, one random thing I want to just kind of throw in there. I know they're, like, very vastly different for uh, very different reasons, but involving, like, the uh, very all-over-the-place story. The, the first thing that I thought of was, like, uh, John, since you're a big YouTube shorts guy, you may have seen this guy before. Uh, I don't I don't remember his channel name, but he's he's basically does a bunch of shorts of trying to explain a property or a series or whatever to someone else. And it's just like an overly complicated thing. I saw one recently where it's like trying to explain to someone the Legend of Zelda timeline, where it's just like, <laughs> all right, the Legend of Zelda timeline, it starts with Skyward Sword. So it's like, so wait, the first Zelda is not the first Zelda? No, that's actually at the end of one of the timelines. Wait, 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 what do you mean one of the timelines? Yeah, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen these. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, well, yeah, you know, Ocarina of Time splits into three depending on this or that. And it's just like, so wait, all the links related? Not technically. <laughs> so that, that's the first thing I thought of when, when talking about like the Tekken stories like it's just all over the place <laughs> the main thing you should just need to know about the Tekken storyline is that the Mishima family likes to throw each other off cliffs I've seen that yes <laughs> that's literally oh. how seven no six out of the seven I've played end yeah. is somebody they, being well, thrown off a goddamn cliff they like throwing each other off cliffs, but they really like throwing each other off one specific cliff. Yes, yes, there is a specific one they really like more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, well, I have managed to stay almost completely blind to the release of Tekken Eight due to Power World. Yeah, shout out to Power World. <laughs> uh, so I haven't, I haven't actually seen or played it yet. I'm, I'm probably gonna uh, go ahead and buy it. 
probably after we finish this so that I don't forget. Fair. Because I do, <laughs> I, I have, I have been excited for this game. Yeah, true. I mean, overall, been having fun with it. Um, there is two new characters, maybe third. There's one I'd ha- I don't remember if he was a DLC or not in seven. Mm-hmm. Weird special agent guy named Victor. Yeah. I don't believe he was, but I could be wrong. I don't remember exactly. Gotcha. So I know you're still, you know, fairly early into it, but how high would you rank this thing amongst the other Tekkens? Because that's some conversation I've seen a lot of on Twitter. Uh, in terms of control scheme for me, I'd probably rank it pretty high up there. Um, in terms of roster, I'd probably put it at either second or third, just mm. because there is some characters I was like, because there, there's a lot of characters missing. Right. Okay, my boy's in there. <laughs> How wrong? King. Oh, King, okay. No, Why was I thinking you played How Wrong? I, well, I, I love playing How Wrong, but King's always been my boy in Tekken. Okay. <laughs> He was he was my first character, and then it's like I always got a. He's always the first character I play when I go back into it. Gotcha. Um, but I mean the roster is still very good for all the characters and everything, and just uh, overall redesigns for a lot of characters, just because of how much time has passed now. I do find it funny that this time around they did make Kuma and Panda separate characters on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil Jin's a separate character as usual. The weird thing is they don't have Devil Kazuya. Hmm. Which is odd. Hmm. I didn't remember. Was Devil Kazuya... Maybe I'm thinking of something else. No, Devil I, Kazuya's yeah. not a thing. He just I has was going to say. He just has the uh, laser eye. That's right. My bad. Hmm. He can just float around and shoot lasers out of his eye for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Is this going to end up being your favorite Tekken? Probably not. That's probably going to stick with uh, 6, because that's one I really got into and put too much time into. I was going to say, even before you were answered, I'm like, he's probably going to say 6. I remember you played this shit. I I was just curious of what your favorite one was more than anything, because I didn't know. Because like I said earlier, Tekken 3 is actually the highest Tekken rated Tekken of all time. I could see that. Yeah, it was rated like a 96. So, I think this one, I think Tekken 8 is actually the second highest. I'd have to go back and look, but I was looking at that earlier. So I saw where like Tekken 7 came in at like an 80. I was like, oh. Yeah, Tekken 7 was rough. Yeah, so like that, that like, that's why everyone's so damn pumped about Tekken 8 right now. It's just like, oh, this game is great. This game's freaking amazing. And then like, I know you haven't played it yet, but like, I know people, people are saying the same thing about Infinite Wealth right now. Just, just the amount of positivity around that game right now. It is I'm all over surprised. my timeline. I'm really not even surprised. I'm going to be honest. I saw a lot of people making jokes like, Power World? What's that? I'm playing Sujimon, whatever. <laughs> 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 it looks ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, Yakuza pops off because it's a Yakuza game. Yeah, um, yeah. Very few of those have dropped that and not been well-received, especially now with Yakuza having so much hype behind it now after... Um, Zero six and then like a dragon. So right, I was yeah. gonna say it, it's really felt in the last probably like five years, especially that like Yakuza went from it, it almost went from it felt like kind of 
it was there, but it like you, you had to, you had to you, you almost had to look for it. And right. then when you found it, you were like, "Oh yeah, here's here's all these people that love this." Yeah. And now it's just now everyone's exposed to it. Yeah. Right. Yakuza really did have a pop off a couple years back with uh, Zero and Song of Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it it kind of had that again with Like a Dragon because Like a Dragon I think reached way more people than it should have. Oh, easily because of the weird RPG thing they decided to do with it. Yeah, it's like people that normally weren't like they probably tried to play like a Yakuza or something and was like, eh, probably not for me. Saw this, played it, and was like, okay, maybe we'll give it another shot. Yeah. Yeah, now everyone's playing Infinite Wealth, just having a great time, calling it uh, one of the best RPGs they've played in a long time. That's high praise. I mean, it's a, it's a different kind of RPG. It definitely gives you a refreshed feeling in playing an RPG versus most uh, usual ones. Yeah. True. Just because it does have that, uh, like a dragon spin. Yeah. And the ridiculousness that it is. I got you. Uh, all right, boys. So the next like like title headline topic I had is just under the weekly wrap up. So before we actually hit that and just kind of start leading towards the end of the show, uh, do you guys have any other topics from the week that we kind of want to dive into? I mean, there's plenty of stuff in the weekly wrap up to kind of touch on and chat about, but anything in particular that uh, I don't have listed that we kind of want to maybe talk about, whatever. I don't got anything particular now. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've all just been playing either power world tech yeah, we already, we already up. talked about power world. Yeah. I already did that. So I, I, I haven't <laughs> done anything else. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, you know, I've, I've been still playing, you know, a little bit of power world every day. Uh, beat persona five Royal playing persona five tactical. That's just, that's all I've been up to. Just, I'm excited, very excited for Persona 3 Reload. I'm excited for Zach to give me $10. I assume so by the sudden picture and text you sent me. Yeah, very. Well, that, that well, Zach, you know how I am about colors, okay? I like colors. It looked, it was yes. a pretty picture that someone shared, okay? Um, but no, very excited for Zach to give me $10 uh, because that's going to be an easy peasy bet. But anyway. All right. Uh, so if we got nothing else, let's go ahead and hit the weekly wrap up then. We got a lot of stuff on here to go over. Uh, so the first thing is involving a Switch 2 report that came out. This is uh, via Bloomberg. The Switch, Switch 2 will, in fact, launch this year, as we all expect it will. Uh, but it's going to be coming with an 8-inch LCD screen. This does line up with reports from last year of the screen being LCD instead of OLED. Uh, you know, So while we're projecting the console to be on the realm of like a PS4 Pro of power or something like that, you know, in terms of screen, we're going backwards, it feels like. And that's where a lot of people have been kind of a little like, oh, okay, come on, really? Uh, there's been a, like there's been some more technical people about it. It's just like, hey, an LCD screen can still look fantastic depending on the one they use. So it may yeah. not be big, that big of a deal. But then there's the other side. It's just like, great. So this is just another way for them to just get money out of us because they're going to release the OLED later, you well, know, and, and price points other, and shit. Here's the other thing of the way I look at it. Everybody's complaining about this. Everybody always complains about the screen. They're like, "Oh, we want the OLED screen, or anything." Play fucking Nintendo games on it. These games aren't typically the like the most graphical games that you need the best screen and the best way to see the game. Right, that's fair. More often than not, it's like we're looking at a Nintendo stylized game. Yeah, Who gives a shit if we have an LCD screen. Right, it's like give give us something that can handle the game. That's true. That's big true. I, I don't, I don't the game, care what the screen there. is as long as the game plays good. Yeah. No, that that that's very that's very true and very accurate. 
you know, because like as long as it handles the game, I think it'll be fine no matter what. Because it's it's almost like with people being so upset about this, and don't get me wrong, a part of me is kind of upset too, because I didn't, I personally slept on the fact of what an OLED would like look like playing. Because I played some handheld for my Switch, it was fine. Like I played Pokemon on it, was great. I get the OLED, and like once I finally played it, I was like, oh, dude, this is actually really nice. So I am in the bummed camp, but I'm also in the camp of it's not that big of a deal because like you're playing, you're most likely playing a Nintendo stylized game, and it's gonna run fine. And depending on the type of LCD screen they use, it's probably still going to look good. And it's not like you. It's not like if you had it an OLED. It's not like you're gonna get a 4K picture in handheld, people. You know what I mean? No. You're gonna like. I'm going to be crossing my fingers that we get a 1080p in handheld. I'm just gonna be real. I'm not gonna be surprised if it's still 720. You know what I mean? Like I'm just keeping it real on this. <laughs> like, so uh, I think it's fine. It it does feel like a step backwards. And it does feel like a scummy corpo move of like, oh, we're going to release the OLED later and make more money. It's like, I know you can make the arguments. Oh, well, it's like they're worried about price point. Who gives a shit? It's going to sell no matter what. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Go ahead and launch it as an OLED. It's going to freaking sell. Who gives a shit? It's going to make money. But whatever. You know, that's interesting report. Does line up with reports that I saw from last year uh, from an insider that I follow. So I would go ahead and book that one in, lock it in. Eight-inch LCD screen for your Switch 2. It'll be fine. Looking forward to it. Next thing we got, uh, unfortunate one. Got a bloodbath, boys. Hate these. Hate bloodbaths. 2023, best year in gaming history in terms of the games. Worst year in gaming history for the people that make these games. Uh, got a big bloodbath here from Microsoft. They are laying over 1,900 Activision Blizzard and Xbox employees off. Uh, with this, the entire Xbox fiscal game department has been cut, which the future is now breaks my <laughs> damn heart. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I mean, look. Now, here's the thing. I'm very safely assuming this just means Xbox, Microsoft first party games. You know, that's my safe assumption on this, because like I looked at the numbers for I saw the sales percentages for like physical versus digital for all three consoles and Xboxes was so drastically low and I just personally think it's just because of Game Pass, so that's why I really do believe that these numbers are based off like their first party numbers because like Switch was like a fifty percent still of physical and digital PlayStation surprisingly was was forty percent shout out to that I didn't know it was forty percent physical sales uh, and then Xbox was ten percent of sales are physical. So I, I can't help but to think that maybe the physical department being cut, it won't have impact to third party games. And it's just more so going to be impacting the first party games. We saw the news of Starfield. Likely, yeah. yeah. We saw the news of Starfield getting pulled, which I did see that the other day, by the way, uh, the games are already gone, but they even put the tag up for Starfield for three cents at Walmart. So shout out to that. Um, you know, the no Hellblade two physical edition coming out. So I, I want to believe yeah. this is going to be just for Xbox games. Yeah, not I third mean, parties. It's going to be depressing collector's editions going forward. Very. X Xbox has been moving towards, like, with their immense portion of Game Pass, like you said, they've been moving towards getting rid of, of like, physical editions for a while. It's just, they, I, I guess they've just finally hit the point where they're like, it makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just at that time, unfortunately. I hate it. Yeah. I'm going to keep buying physical games as long as I can, boys. <laughs> as long as I can. 
Uh, with all these cuts, one thing that came as a, sh- a little bit of a shock is that uh, Blizzard's new IP they announced like last year or the year before. It's the survival game they're working on. Uh, that has been completely canceled after six years of development. Uh, the only reasoning that I saw behind the cancellation, it's still years out from being released. It's not because it was yes. bad. All the internal review was. It was a really fun game to play. It was just years out from being released, so that's why I got canceled. So that's hyper unfortunate. Um, you know, with this all as well, this one was already kind of previously announced, so it's not like this one's like breaking news, but the Overwatch League also has officially ended after its after six seasons. Uh, so I mean it's just a massive bloodbath. And like to talk and to give an example to everyone of how much of a bloodbath it is and how much of an uncertainty it is within the organization itself. Like I saw where Jason Schreier put out where he was getting texts from people that he knows at Activision Blizzard or Xbox texting him asking, Hey, have you happened to hear if my job is safe or not? Like they don't even know. They have no clue. So this, this one sucks, boys. This one sucks. You know, Phil Form. I saw an, a guy that I, I follow. He's a big RPG, you know, player and stuff. He puts out a lot of great stuff that I like to check out on Twitter. Where you know he put out a tweet and, and talking about the game industry, where it's just like the game industry is at a point where there is no chance that I would take a chance on moving me and my family across the country for a job opportunity in the game industry. He's like, shout out to all the game companies that are going like full remote and allowing remote because it's just such a safer option with the uncertainty of this industry. And I totally agree. Like we've seen it over 2023, like gaming has been, is in the biggest uncertainty that it's ever been in, in terms of jobs. Like people get like, I think it's like, I saw like the statistic of like a, what over 9,000 people uh, in 2023 alone lost their jobs at some point. Like, dude, that's insane. Like, and and now here we are in, in one month in, the 2024 and we've got uh 1900 up on the chopping block for xbox and it's just weird timing too you know what i mean they just finished this big deal with activision blizzard and everything and now you're immediately cutting 1900 people i, I don't know man it just it doesn't make sense to me uh it doesn't make sense to me shout out and if it's because of sales and stuff hey need to take a page out of uh the pre you know the the late uh, president uh, of Nintendo's book where like during the Wii U era where they were constantly losing money, dude cut his own salary. I think like three times. And I don't think a single person got laid off during that era. You know, he just took the loss on himself and just, and personally made sure that no one got laid off. So shout out to that dude. Absolute legend. Rest in peace. Um, another set of layoffs that I did come across and this involves uh, TMNT, the last Ronin. If you guys remember that get big game announcement, looking forward to that one. But uh, unfortunately the studio working on the game has also been hit with layoffs. About 50% of the studio has been impacted. Uh, the studio is only about 115 people, so it's about 50-ish people has been laid off, unfortunately. Uh, that studio is Black Forest Games. But uh, that is unfortunate, and that's a, that's a big stick in the side there for uh, The Last Ronin. That's a game that uh, the, just the general story behind it of the of TMNT The Last Ronin is one that I'm really excited for. So just, ah, man, I hope the game's not going to be ass, you know. Uh, John and I already fangirled about this at the beginning, but we did have a new Dragon Ball Sparking Zero trailer released just here today when we're doing the show, and that is pretty sick. Uh, another thing that's pretty sick is apparently the Princess of Persia Sands of Time remake may not come out a little bit sooner. Uh, the trophy list appeared on the PSN network, which could indicate that uh, the game is right around the corner. That's actually surprising. I agree. <laughs> that is massively surprising. I thought this game yeah, was going to be like yeah. two, three years out, easy because of the I developmental hell. Yeah, see, I thought it was potentially dead, 
But it coming out this year, let's go. Let's get it. Also, for anyone interested in buying the Lost Crown, I talked about this before. QVC is once again doing their new account promotion where you get the Lost Crown for 30 bucks if you sign up for a QVC account and use the code New January. So you can get the game for 30 bucks right now. Brand new game, reviewed very well. If, if you already made an account, make another one. Use a different email. I've done it. <laughs> it works. It's all good. Uh, so this one is kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, there's a rumor that Until Dawn is coming out with a remastered version for the PS5 and the PC. Love to hear that one, boys. That one's pretty sick. Uh, I do actually have an article pulled up involving this. Uh, this is from Insider Gaming, which, of course, that's Tom Henderson. Uh, there was a Twitter user who is a known like leaker and insider. He's got his info, you know. He's got his info. He's been correcting quite a bit of stuff in the past, and um, kind of leak, kind of uh, put out a, a cryptic little tweet here involving the date, roughly, of the next state of play. Plus, kind of told everyone what was going to be in it. So he tweeted out that on the thirty first, roughly. Ronins will rise, we will die stranded, have a rebirth, and Kojima will fulfill his dream. Sonic will live in the shadow of his generation, while the hills will remain silent until the dawn when you need to reach the metro. Just don't be a Judas about it. So basically saying, Rise of the Ronin, Death Stranding 2, Final Fantasy 7, Rebirth, Sonic Generations, Remastered, Silent Hill 2, New Metro Game, and Judas, and of course, Until Dawn. All games that are projected to potentially be in a state of play. That sounds like a pretty damn good state of play, in my opinion if that ends up being correct. He's got some stuff right in the past, so it could very well be correct. Plus, Why I, did he make it a riddle? That's what I was wondering, too. It's like the Riddler that does all the Pokemon shit, that cringy dude. It's like the same yeah. thing. <laughs> but yeah, he just, I mean, a very well-put-together tweet. I'll give him props. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Good read. I enjoyed it. Uh, but, you know, that's, that, that is pretty exciting, though, man. I love Until Dawn. It's one of my favorite horror games of all time. Like, I absolutely love that game. I played it. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun game to play with friends. I mean, I've got friends who who not who are not even fans of gaming and have sat and watched me play this game because it's just like just the story and just the whole concept behind it. It's it's just like when all the three of us played through the quarry together, and we were doing the, yeah. the we were doing the director's chair mode, whatever. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it's crazy that Until Dawn is still getting new releases. Yes, I mean like, it was solid. I mean it was it was a solid game. I watched I watched more gameplay like playthroughs of this game than. I have for games like, like just about any other game, really. Yeah. Because it was just fascinating to see people in different points of it. True. I mean, I'm but waiting just... for Supermassive's next game with tying with Dead by Daylight. Big true. Plus another Dark Pictures anthology at some point, I believe. Yep. This is for them. Like in between game releases for them, they're just like, eh, fuck it. Or it's like any time, any time there's like a lull in games, it's like new copy of Until Dawn, put it on something else. They'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying it. Like you put that thing out on PS5, you best believe I'm buying it, man. I love Until Dawn. Also, Alex, we need to put on a calendar when we're gonna actually run through the Dark Anthology. That is true. I did pick it up recently, you know, so that is very true. Uh, how how many players can that go up to? I mean, you, it has a lot of the features that the Quarry had, so I mean, you can do. Or somebody controls each character. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm looking forward to running through those. Four. Or you can just do online uh, duo and more or less YouTube vote on what the hell is going to happen. That's also very interesting. Well, see, I have it on. I, I bought them on PlayStation, so I don't know. I don't know if we need to work around that in some capacity. 
I mean, we could just do like how we did with the quarry. And okay. Do a Discord party. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, next thing up, thought this was funny. The day before is back in the news, boys. Uh, the day before I developer... saw this article and was very confused. Yeah, the day before our uh, developers blames articles and bloggers for the game's failure, saying that uh, blogs and articles wrote about the game with false information, then you know, which then drove content creators to play the game and completely shit on it. Which I think if they're playing the game, you can see them playing the game. There's video footage of them playing the game that's very clearly a different game than you advertise, and the game is dog shit. I don't think that's at the fault of the articles. I think it's at the fault you have a shit game, bud. But whatever. This is is one of those times where it's like, you have a shit game, and then you took the game down, said, that's it, we're done, we're not doing it anymore. Yep. All you have to do is stay silent. And and this and this will eventually go away, and nobody will remember it. But you cannot keep coming out and making comments about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then it's gonna get it's like back in the front of they, people's minds. Like, oh, that shit show of a game, that dumpster. It's prior. like they've just been sitting there doing. Yeah. Since they, like since they went radio silent, so they're just probably like, no, no, time to fight back. Yeah, this is it's time is now, baby. This game was great. You just don't see it. Now nah, that one is ass, boys. Like, look, that I'll defend some bad games like for spoken, but that one's straight ass. Like, I think we can all. I think everyone across the planet can agree to that one. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, so another thing that we had this week, we had a new uh, FNAF game revealed. It was actually interesting how this got revealed. The trailer got leaked out. And, uh, you know, instead of making a big deal about it, you know, Scott came out. It's just like, well, I really wanted to keep it kind of hush-hush a little bit longer, but it's all good. We'll chat about it. So I guess shout out to him for being a good sport. You know, leaks suck, you know, but I mean, shout out to that. But it's called uh, FNAF Into the Pit. It's a 10th anniversary game. It's a 2D side-scroller. It actually looks really clean. I ain't going to lie. I mean, me and Christina hey, watched the trailer. to try and do another genre again. Yeah, no. Last time, last time he did that, it failed epically. Yeah, I mean, like, no, this one actually looks pretty sick, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, it was actually pretty impressive, uh, just the general visual approach for it. So big kudos to this one, FNAF Into the Pit. Keep a lookout for that one. Uh, also keep a lookout for this. Nintendo will officially in support for Wii U and 3DS online play and functions on April 8th. So if you are in a situation where maybe you've got some uh, some Pokemon on X, you know, on some older games, whatever, that you want to get ported up, get it done. Uh, Pokemon Bank is active and free. Uh, since they got rid of all the shop stuff, Pokemon Bank is free. So if you downloaded it, you're good to go. So if, you, if you've been dragging your feet on this, and maybe you got some good Pokemon that you really attached to on your X and Y or whatever the case is, get to it, get it moved up, get it moved up to, get it moved up to your home, hop to it. Really random thing here. Uh, Focus Entertainment is rebranding to Pull Up Entertainment in April. Why? I do not know. <laughs> Kudos to them, I guess. Personally, I feel like they could have chose a better name. I do too. Pull Up Entertainment. Pull Up, man. I don't know, man. Whatever. Just I, I thought Focus Entertainment was good. Got a sick logo. Uh, the name was fine. Like, I don't know, man. That's That's a weird one, but... All right, last thing on the news for the week. Uh, this is involving the Universal Studios Orlando stuff. Of course, Nintendo World is set to open next year. Uh, I, you know, We did talk about some rumors uh, a couple weeks ago involving different things happening at the parks. I do have sources in this situation. So shout out to that. The one and only time in my life that I'm going to have sources on a situation. 
So E.G. Aonuma was spotted at Universal Studios Orlando Epic Universe in the construction zone from an Instagram video that I believe was put up from like a Universal account. I did not go look at the Universal video, the Instagram video myself, but I did see the, the pictures from it. Uh, the video has since been deleted. Uh, that just tells me that was supposed to be very hush-hush that he was there. Uh, before that video even came out, my sources did tell me that at this point, Zelda seems to be a lock for the for one of the parks. Now, it's now a question of which park, if it's going to be Islands of Adventure replacing the Lost Continent, kind of like it's being speculated, or if it's going to be now moved to the Epic Universe, because Luigi's Mansion is completely just up in the air, unknown. Uh, but the other news update I have, Pokemon is basically a lock to replace Simpsons at this point. All the sources that I've gathered and have have told me that Pokemon is for sure replacing Simpsons in Universal Studios Florida, uh, which honestly makes a lot of sense because the contract is set to be up in a, I don't know how long, maybe a year, two years from now, of uh, where Universal has the rights for uh, the Simpsons. And keep in mind, Simpsons is now owned by Disney, Universal's biggest competitor. Why would they want to re-sign that? So looks like Pokemon will be replacing Simpsons and then potentially Zelda and Islands of Adventure and then, of course, Nintendo World in the Epic Universe uh, so that is the current update. So that is per my sources. A shout out to that. Very exciting. If you're uh, if you're waiting uh, for all the park stuff to happen, you maybe you've never been to Universal Studios. Got some good shit on the way. So uh, that's all I had for the weekly wrap up, boys. You guys got anything else? I do find it funny that the parks are moving away from TV animation and film stuff to just outright gaming stuff parks now <laughs> i love it i love it baby i'm here for it i'm very pumped for nintendo world next year so damn excited uh not going this year not just going you being copyright struck when well, you first enter the park nah, that'd nah. be pretty good <laughs> <laughs> relax no no that would be funny that would be funny it's like oh here's your copyright strike here's your cease and desist here's this Here's this. It's like, you know, you get to see the ninjas. Put your cameras away. You can't yeah. take any pictures. No cameras. Get get, get out of here. <laughs> so, anyway, that's all I had for the week to wrap up. Uh, you boys got anything else? I mean, no, I don't got anything till next week, so. Okay. John, what about you? I don't get nothing. I'm just for... All right. All right. Music is playing, boys. Last thoughts. Let's get out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. Come back and, yeah, do that. So when you subscribe, you'll come back. Okay, then. Yeah, dude. <laughs> do what he said, I guess. Uh, if you like what you saw with us here, uh, we typically do these on Saturdays about 6 p.m. Central Time. So come check us out uh, whenever we do the next one. Which will be next Saturday. We'll be on next Saturday on Sunday this week because John and I had to watch the Royal Rumble. It was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, next uh, next week we'll be back on Saturday. Very excited for because I will be chatting about Persona 3 Reload. Plus, we'll be chatting about whatever else comes out through the week. Maybe the state of play. We'll see if that happens. Uh, make sure to check us out on our website, spiky3.com. You sign up for free or sign up uh, for five bucks a month. And we would appreciate that extra support. Just like we'd appreciate that extra support if you checked out some Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Promo code spiky3 to get 10% off. And buy a jersey from Agent Inc. as well. The link's down below. Join the Discord. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Until next time, bye.